This is a Dece World production in association with Pants Pending Studios. I didn't notice you sitting there. Thanks for joining me. My name is Deese. I'm the host of the Social Hour podcast. You know, I've just been sitting here, sipping on some Earl Grey tea by the fireplace in my satin robe, just watching the rain come down and thinking about how the heads at the Pants Pending Network wanted me to do a family-friendly promo for the Social Hour to show that it's a program that can be shared by everyone in the family. So here's some clips from the show that the whole gang can sit down and enjoy. Really? We've got none? Like zero? Oh, what the f Get ready for the social hour. This is Burr Martin of the Burr Martin Experience Podcast, or Selfie Dad as I'm known around the internet. Now, I could tell you all about my podcast by throwing in some special effects or sound bites, but I'm not going to do that, alright? I'm a busy man, brother. I'm a C-minus internet celebrity. Look, I've worked in radio for over 12 years. I've produced about 15 different shows. I worked in a comic book shop. I've done stand-up, hosted events, and I was even voted Hero of the Week in the UK. My podcast is co-hosted by my wife, and we talk about anything and everything. And occasionally one of our three kids will interrupt to tell us what's going on in their generation we talk about celebrities politics pop culture and news stories you've probably never heard about all right we're radio friendly and we try and keep things upbeat so join me every week for the burr martin experience podcast here on the pants bending studios network that's burr martin so put a bm in your podcast catcher today and it'll be a uh, who wrote the poop joke i am a c-minus internet celebrity which one of you writers wrote that you go back and you work for late night with chevy chase that won't fly here Spoke Comedy presents The Drinkin' Debate An improv comedy competition in which four teams of comedians drink, fight, and cheat their way to the title of Master Debater Twelve comedians enter the ring Only three exit as winners Recorded live every month at the Spokane Comedy Club this is The Drinking Debate. Malabkeen, everyone. Welcome to The Drinking Debate podcast, the one and only podcast about the drink and debate, the comedy competition in which four teams of comedians drink and debate and fight their way to the title of Master Debater. I am your host, Deese. Thanks for taking a listen to another episode. Uh, we're going to get right into it, guys. We have July's complete live show from the Spokane Comedy Club. Uh, for your listening pleasure. So I'm going to let you uh, take a listen, see who wins, get all the no highlights, no snippets. This is just the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, is it kit and caboodle or is a kitten caboodle like a like a baby cat? What is a caboodle? I am unclear on that saying and I've been saying it for as long as I could talk. It's the first words I said, kitten caboodle. That sounds like one of the terrorists that hijacked the, you know, one of the 9-11 planes. There was Khalid Sheikh Mohammed and then Kitten Caboodle. 
that or a Bond villain girl. I don't know. Anyway, guys, I'm tired. Get right into it. Drink and debate July's live show. Take a listen. Enjoy. And now our feature presentation. And now give a big Spokane Comedy Club welcome to your host for the evening. Spokane, how are you doing? Hello, humans. Sunday night. Guys, welcome to the Drink and Debate. Give us a round of applause if this is your first time here. Oh, nice. Wow, newcomers. All right. Solid. Solid round. Treat. We obviously need to introduce (laughs) ourselves then. To my right, this mediocre gentleman. He is Dees Casillas. He is the host of the Social Hour podcast. You can find new episodes every Wednesday night on the Pants Pending Network. Please give him a round of applause. That's good. Most of the time it's a standing ovation, but that's fine. Um, this man to my left is the only man that makes me look like less of a piece of shit. He's the creator of the Drinking Debate, one of the runners of Spoke Comedy. Give it up for Nick Cavassier, everyone. It's me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, since it is a bunch of your first time, we need to break down what you're about to see tonight. Pretty simple. We've got four teams of comedians, three comedians on each team. They're going to come up here and debate topics from the hysterical to the historical. We've done literally everything under the sun. We've even done topics like, should men be allowed to vote in America anymore? We've done, (laughs) right? That one's gone some places. The answer's just no. The answer's no on this. We ruin everything. Let us vote never. They are going to come up here. They're going to debate a topic. uh, uh, There's going to be a pair up. Sorry, I'm messing that one up. Each pairing up, they're going to come up here. What were we looking for? First is debate. Who, or sorry, first is comedy, actually. Who's the funniest? Who's, who's it's the, his first time, too, I know, it guys. is, yeah. His first show it is my also. first time. Actually, I started drinking like three hours ago, so literally every one of you need to catch up. Yeah. Immediately. I take this show very seriously. I don't drink any other time except this literally one time a month, and I go ham. <laughs> right? So anyway, the matchup's going to happen. You guys, we need comedy. Who's the, who's the funniest person? Second is debate. Who stays on topic? You're not allowed to trump your way through these arguments. <laughs> you actually have to stay on topic and debate. You can't just go rogue and just start talking about the competitor's kids. You're not allowed to do that. But that does happen Actually, sometimes. you are allowed to do that. <laughs> if you want to take cheap stabs at my ugly daughter, you go ahead, all right? I don't like the way she does her hair either, all right? If that wins you the debate... You fucking won. But if that lost you to the bait, that was your gamble, man. Why did you go that direction? <laughs> Here to help us, and last but no, sorry, last but not least is a crowd response. Who gets the best response is going to be the best you know, competitor, obviously. So if you guys really like what you're hearing, clap, cheer, whoop, and holler. Get into it. But if you hate it, give them what every one of Deez's sexual conquests have given him. Nothing. Stone cold silence and disappointment. He assumes all right? I've had sexual conquests. I do, yeah, that was a big leap. All right, let's introduce our judges. They're going to help us decide who the winners are tonight. Deese, introduce our head judge. Oh, I will introduce our head judge. Do you there want you to go. or should I? No, you should. I should, yeah. It's for me. He's single. He's ready to mingle. <laughs> he is one of the podcasters for the Social Hour podcast. No, on the pan- that's not accurate. No, that's not. He's, <laughs> I, he's a podcaster. That's all I know. Guys, please give it up. <laughs> For Will Gilman. I'm, I'm really glad that Nick stumbled over that introduction like he did, because I forgot how to turn the microphone on. Yes. So <laughs> thank you for being dumb. 
You're welcome. <laughs> I'm great at it. All right, guys. Uh, to Will's left is the co-owner of uh, One Tree Hard Cider, uh, Mr. Grant Barnes. Give it up for him, everyone. It's to my right. Hello, everyone. Oh, to his left, yeah. To Will's left. <laughs> no. Oh, man. To Will's uh, left, our right, this is left. what you're facing, uh, <laughs> is a uh, DJ in town. He was actually recently voted one of the top DJs by Inlanders Best Of. Give it up for Zeastwood, everyone. You probably should have led with that. I like they're how you said, he's a DJ in town. They're gonna be he's one of the best, but he's just, he's a DJ. He's just a DJ. Don't bury the lead. Uh, guys, so the, each comic is going to come up, up here. The first round's going to be uh, two minutes. They're going to get a 60-second rebuttal. The first round is worth one point. Second round is worth one point. Third round is worth two points. So in the event of a tie, our judges will break the tie. Will Gilman, our head judge, will decide. You guys ready? You get it? You'll figure it out yeah. as we go along. Just you be drunk and have fun, yeah. guys. Order yeah. many, many drinks, and you guys are going to love this show. Right. The more sober you are throughout the show, you are going to hate it. This is going to make no sense. Right. But if you are near blackout drunk, you're going to be like, I get every joke. It's incredible. Oh, last thing I have to mention. We have to mention this before every debate. Uh, these topics that we give them, one team doesn't even get a choice in it. They do rock, paper, scissors to decide like which side of the argument they're on. <laughs> so this is a small disclaimer. These are not the comedians' actual opinions and thoughts. I mean, they may be. But we have gotten not some hate mail. Like, what? You don't think guys should vote in America, you piece of shit? It's like, I don't, but yeah, I am a piece of shit, yeah. Every one of your, every one of your complaints are spot on, sir. <laughs> So yeah, they're just opinions, and it's all comedy, so get into it. With that being said, guys, let's introduce our comedians. Dees, introduce the challengers The tonight. challengers coming up in the first round is the Poo-Tang Clan. Uh, from the slums of the Hundred Acre Wood comes the Poo-Tang Clan. Old Dirty Scooney, Ghostface Holla, and Twister for Robin. Getting that honey for the killer bees. These three mixed metaphors and has to be told to put on pants to perform. Uh, Derek Schoonover, Aaron Hall, and Ken McComb, everyone. Are you guys debating alone? Oh, there's the third one. He is very small. Very nice. <laughs> He's the ODB of the group for sure. <laughs> All right, guys. And the returning champions, the master debaters themselves, please give it up soon. Not just yet. Captain by Jessica or Adam or maybe Steve. Honestly, no one really sure because they didn't tell anyone. They didn't make up their minds and now it's too late. We do know they are from the mean streets of Spokompton and the backstage of several Broadway plays. Please give it up for Team Plan Parenthood, the musical. <laughs> their topic tonight is simply... Should we get rid of Florida? Yes or no? I told you, we debate nothing but the hardest hitting <laughs> topics here. All right? Should we get rid of Florida? Planned Parenthood says we should keep it. All right? They are all for it. Do not get rid of it. Coming up first for Planned Parenthood, please give a round of applause for Adam Lee. And for the Putin clan, give it up for Ken McComb, everyone. I might be a little biased here. You could tell from my hat that I'm obviously from Florida or Jurassic Park. Let's be honest, though. Let's, let's go ahead and be honest. Florida's a fucking shithole. It is. 
I'm not going to argue against that. Florida is the bane of all existence. It's terrible. It's a terrible place. People from Florida are murderers, <laughs> child molesters, or alligators. But the thing is, is I don't like my garbage can. I'm not going to go ahead and get rid of it because then my floor is going to be covered in fucking trash. <laughs> we need Florida. Florida is the place we send meth heads and heroin addicts and old people. We don't live in Alaska. We can't send old people off on a fucking ice shelf, sail them off to sea. We send them to fucking Florida. Florida is a necessary evil that we have right now. It is. You know what happened before we had Florida? They sent old Jewish people to Auschwitz. Yeah. Yeah. Now we have Florida. This team right here is pro-Auschwitz. <laughs> Fuck these guys. I'm pro-Florida because that's the only place we have in this country where you can see Mickey Mouse and your bubba in the same visit. <laughs> Planned Parenthood the musical. My opponent, wearing a gay park ranger outfit, <laughs> wants to keep Florida. I am for getting rid of Florida. It really is a mute point. It's going to sink into the ocean. The waters will overtake. We got to get Nana hooked up with some heroin, get all the meth addicts, get her boated out, and let it sink. It is the 27th state. Let it join the 27 Club. Thank you. Nobody expected a math joke? Is that... I realize I look like Jeff Sessions right now, but... Uh... Plus, get rid of Florida. It looks like a dick. It looks like our nards shark baiting which is my favorite new show on TNT. That is, I'm just kidding you. That's, I don't watch TV. I uh, can't see it anymore. But eventually the oceans are going to take all of our country. Nothing's going to be left but Washington, D.C. Big old bouncy castle White House. That's the way it's going to be. Just, did I write that down? I thought it was funny at one point. Uh, But we've both lived in Florida. Adam and I share a history in Florida. We were Siamese twins in a glory hole at a gas station. <laughs> and it's ironic because the petroleum industry is going to have climate change just erode our country away and our sad, limp, hanging, octopus-looking penis <laughs> will finally crawl back into the sea like a hermit crab. I can't see. Is this funny? Okay. But yes, we should get rid of Florida. I'm tired of reading headlines. Flu shots at a stripper bar. I, uh, Wu-Tang Clan, for the children. Ken is absolutely correct. We did work that glory hole in Florida for a number of years. Because of that, we are both immune to hepatitis C. 
The thing about Florida is, Ken said, get rid of Florida, it looks like a dick. I say, keep Florida, it looks like a dick. <laughs> what better thing could you want from your country than a state that says, I'm just not into it right now? I got a, he I got a headache, sweetheart. I'm just going to hang out here by Cuba. Yes, we need more dick-shaped states. If I had my choice, I wouldn't say get rid of Florida. I'd say rewrite the whole fucking union. Washington State, dick-shaped. North Dakota, dick-shaped. You could fit them all together like puzzle pieces. <laughs> Big dicks, little dicks, awesome dicks, sad dicks. We need more dick-shaped states, not less. We need more places like Florida where people like you and I can go when we've become schizophrenic. We obviously don't know our names and we just want to dry hump a telephone pole. Florida is the place that we have in this country where you and I can go where we're not judged for dry humping a telephone pole. Planned Parenthood, the musical, thank you. Adam Lee is the one that contracted hepatitis C. I got hepatitis C minus. I didn't know that was a test. He wants to cookie cut all the states to look like dicks. Fantastic. That's, let's get rid of Florida, open up the Gulf of Mexico, so the next oil spill goes out into the ocean, not stuck in the Gulf. I thought that was applause. Somebody dropped their glasses. That is... But we've had enough of Florida. It's an uppity little, nobody wants to sleep with a boner in your backside. Open up Mississippi. Oh, black water. And then, Putang clan for the children. Guys, give it up for both of them for a great opening round. That's all. Just for clarification, Ken, we're not saying give Florida back as in, like, break Florida off and push it off. We just meant, like, give it back its territory. <laughs> I feel like you took that very literally. I'm very sorry. Guys, please give it up if you think Adam Lee took that round. If you think Ken McComb and Putain Clan took that round. <laughs> Putin clan I, ain't nothing to fuck I fucked up, up Ken's fuck entire it. argument. Everybody was on board, and then they're like, oh shit, he's right. We can't just break it off. <laughs> Guys, let's see if our judges agree with you at all. Judges, what do you got for us over there? Oh, uh, we have a unanimous decision. <laughs> God damn it. What uh, is it? Well, Ken wants to cut off our dicks. <laughs> and that makes me agree with Adam that he's even more pro Auschwitz. Um, but Adam is a little dick obsessed. Which makes me glad I have his phone number. <laughs> but we unanimously chose Adam Lee to win the round. All right. We take All the right. opening salvo. All right, guys. Give it up next for Steve Johnson representing Planned Parenthood. For Putin Clan, Aaron Hall, everyone. All right. So we here at Putin Financial have realize that uh, 
There's about $3 trillion in real estate in the state of Florida. And in the 2008 financial crisis, there was approximately $3 trillion of wealth that was evaporated off the uh, values of the American populace. So we here at Putang have decided to come up with a sales plan. And we're going to sell it to all the people that are screwing us currently. The Chinese stock market is tanking. And we need to diversify our equity investments with some real estate trust assets um, because the best hedge against currency fluctuations are hard assets. We're going to sell Disneyland in North Korea. I mean, Kim Jong-un's brother got killed because he was trying to sneak into Disneyland Paris. So we're going to move them and, hey... You know, they're opening up their trade, so they got to spend that nuke money somewhere, right? Um, you know, we already got people buying up Mar-a-Lago from Russia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to get back all of that AK-47 money. All of it. Every AK-47 that was sold in Afghanistan and Korea and Vietnam. Yeah. We're getting all that money back, courtesy of real estate. Um, what else, what else, what else? Oh, yeah, we'll also get the Kazakh Cosmodrome back, spending $30 million to launch one person into space. Yeah. Ooh, there goes the villages right there. Um, oh, yeah, we're going to sell the villages to Qatar. Yeah, yeah. Qatar has brown people dying by the score to build their 2022 World Cup facilities. Yeah. The villages voted 90% Republican, so they're cool with brown people dying. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to sell Daytona back to Monaco. Why? So they can put some right freaking turns in. <laughs> and we're going to sell it also to wherever they're going to make uh, Harley Davidson's now, because, you know, we got to keep that bike week thing going and foreign sponsorship, y'all. Putang is for the children. Give it up for the human embodiment of Florida. <laughs> and I'd still keep him. Because by comparison, me staring off of the distance is a lot funnier. If you got rid of Florida, the news would be boring. You'd have no Daniel Tosh, no Joel McHale, no fun shit to laugh at. You'd be like, oh, my life does suck that bad. Oh, God. And then you'd come here and watch Aaron, and you'd be like, I'm all right. <laughs> but we got to keep Florida so we all look better by perspective. I thought my tits were showing through my shirt, and I was like, fuck it.
keep Florida. See, what this gentleman over to my left doesn't realize is that Banana Republic apparently has a gay pedophile section. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're looking at when you go to Disney World instead of Disneyland like every other proper American. Yeah, that's right. Disney World was the first metastasis of the Disney conglomerate. Before there was Disneyland Paris, before there was Disneyland Tokyo, yeah, there was Disney World down in Orlando. That's why we got to get rid of it. Is because it is cancer and it needs to be excised. Putang Financial. Back to my partner Adam's point, uh, Florida's third largest city is a retirement home. <laughs> With 550 beautiful scenic golf holes. I googled what's nice about Florida and that came up. So if you like senior citizens but you don't want them around, keep Florida. Solid matchup, guys. I need your help. Give it up if you think Steve Johnson took that round. It's going to be hard to beat. If you think Putin Clan Aaron Hall took this round. Is that Aaron's mom back there? <laughs> Respect, man. All right, judges, it's close. What do you got for us? Putin? I'm not even trying to be a dick, but this is... Do you I need more time to think about it? <laughs> I, I might. Putin clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Oh, wow. All right. The white guy's taking a bold stance. I like it. <laughs> I think Steve has to All take white it. guys, yeah. It could have been anybody. Steve takes it. Steve takes it for you? All right, Steve gets a vote. Very nice. Will, the deciding factor? It's true, it's true. Um, Aaron's bad Jim Cramer impression really <laughs> soured me. Oh I'd never take financial advice from a guy who can't wear his fucking hat straight. <laughs> Though, like Steve's argument says, he does make me feel better about wearing a pro wrestling shirt in public. Aaron, what happened to you at Disney World? <laughs> Uh, I'm voting for Steve and the Planned Parenthood crew. Nice! Planned Parenthood takes it. All right. Nice. All right, guys, the final matchup. This is going to decide who moves on to our finals. Please give it up for Jessica Watson representing Planned Parenthood. And for Putin Clan, give it up for Derek Schoonover, everyone. That's right. I'm wearing the hat now. Without Florida, where would we send old people? 
you can't put them on an iceberg and you can't throw them away, that's illegal. I think. The point is, uh, people who are super annoying are already really attracted to Florida. <laughs> so they just go there. And you don't want to make it, you don't want to just cut it off and make it like harder for them to go there. Because you don't want all the annoying people to be here. Why would we cut off our most penis shaped state? We could make the other states shaped like penis and penises, and then we would kind of just look like a bachelorette party necklace. <laughs> Unless you think there's another country that has like a bigger penis-shaped state. We could argue about like whose state is bigger. If you want to get rid of a state, we should get rid of North Dakota. It's confusing that we have two Dakotas. Like we were naming them, and then we were like. Just one of them's higher. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Without Florida, what would Flo Rida call himself? <laughs> Massachusetts. When something's convenient, you can't just cut it off. I Googled it, and I actually know that the best meth actually comes from Florida. So, uh, Team Planned Parenthood, the musical. I used to live in Florida. I had to leave there and make a solemn vow to myself that I would never go back until it wasn't part of America again. <laughs> because then it could get real interesting. <laughs> where else, where else can you go on a bath salt-fueled cannibalism spree <laughs> and hook up with tons, just tons of beautiful elderly Jewish women, man, just <laughs> ripping through it. But I can't be trusted down there if there's laws, especially American laws, fucking fascist. This is ridiculous. I can't do anything. I mean, you can do that stuff anywhere, but it's better in Florida because there's alligators. <laughs> add alligators to any situation. Hey, shut up over there. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, man. And Di Disney World. All right, so we're going to have to build a wall around Florida. That's how we're going to do it. It'll be at least a thousand foot wall so the sun only gets in there once a fucking year or something like that. And then Disney World, we're going to take and crash all of the extra spaceships into it until it's just a fucking crater where we can have meth-fueled death matches against fucking mutated lions and alligators and shit all day long. This is what I'm talking about, man. You're going to send your old people down there to die a boring death anymore. It's going to be real fucking interesting. <laughs> real fucking interesting. The only way in should be some catapults in Georgia. <laughs> Fucking it. They get over that wall. 
Putain clan. I didn't hear a uh, an argument from him that was like not about pro Florida. <laughs> he was like, "There's lots of old, beautiful Jewish women," and I was like, "That sounds like a cool place." Without Florida, you wouldn't have Disney World, Harry Potter Land, Epcot Center, weird people. The news would be boring. They already said all of that. Like, what else do I have? You guys play Grand Theft Auto? Sure. Okay, you guys just go home and feel your feelings. Um, <laughs> I've played all of the... Yeah. If you, well, if you have feelings, I assume. I don't know what I used to. Um, of all the Grand Theft Autos, the best one was in Florida. It was, my, it was based on Miami. They made one based on New York, but it wasn't as good as the one based on Miami. All the best drugs come out of Florida. Frozen orange juice concentrate. <laughs> Bath salts. Drugs you've never heard of. You're just like, that's probably from Florida. You have to have someone that you feel better than. Everyone has a friend on Facebook that they feel better than. Florida is the state of that. That's the state that we keep around because those are the people that we feel better than, are the people of Florida. Planned Parenthood, the musical. Uh, it just made me all nostalgic for Grand Theft Auto games. I got too old at some point. Now every time I play one, within 10 minutes, I'm just up on a building with a sniper rifle fucking... Laying out pedestrians. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to breaking Florida off and moving there myself. I'm a, I'm a bit of a redneck. I belong there. Got a lot of hurricanes in Florida. That's just a, basically a redneck shower, man. You get your trailer cleaned off for free. It's good stuff. That way you got an excuse to put the aluminum foil up in the windows and nobody questions it, man. Florida already without a wall. All right, without a wall. Once you build a wall, this shit is going to bloom. And this is the stuff that we need in America, all right? It is a haven already without the wall. It is a haven for PCP, Scientologists, fucking juggalos and death metal. Limp Biscuit and Tom Petty both came out of Florida. These are great things, guys. Come on. You can't disagree that both of those are great fucking things. And if you do, get together with me after the show. We'll smoke some PCP and I'll prove it to you. <laughs> Just wear some comfortable clothes. It gets pretty weird pretty fast, all right, guys? In closing... <laughs> Fuck it. Food tank land. Thank you, guys. That was a fantastic final round. Guys, all right, I need your help deciding. Please give it up if you think Planned Parenthood should move on to the next round. Solid. Solid. I don't all think right, you can compete right. with that. 
Guys, now if you think uh, the Putin clan should move on to the next round. I like it. <laughs> Is that all the clan? That's you guys are done. Okay. Just want to be sure. All right, judges, who's moving on? What do you got for us over there? Uh, well, it's it's difficult. Uh, we've come to a unanimous decision on the round. <laughs> that sounds difficult. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I just wanted to say to Derek, if catapulting the elderly was on pay per view, I'd buy it. <laughs> <laughs> And I came up with some alternate names for Flo Rida if he, you know, Florida was gone. I went with uh, May Ein, uh, Vermont, and New Mexico. <laughs> that last one will get you kicked out of this country, trust me. All right, who's moving on? So uh, we chose Derek for the round. But since that ties it up, as head judge, I'm saying Planned Parenthood, the musical advances. Oh, Planned Parenthood's moving on! Planned Parenthood's moving on. Very nice, guys. Give it up for everyone. Clean your tables. Be gone with yourselves. Shake hands if you want to, but offstage. That's right. Don't do it here. Oh, yes. Yeah, wow. Oh, God. Derek reminds me of, like, Shrek became a real-life person. And I've got some weird fantasies. All right, guys, let's bring up our next two contestants. Deese, introduce your team. What All do you right. got? This Dig it out of your This round, butt. we have Team Dad Bods. Dad Bods are more than just settle down. You haven't seen them yet. We've got some fans of Dad Bods around here. Anybody? Yes. They're more than just... Yes. God damn, throw your underwear later. Yeah. Chill out. <laughs> Fuck. They're more than just a shape. They're a way of life. Philip is the active Dad Bod. Josh is the... Stepdad and waiting bod. Harry is the dad bod of a floater. Give it up for Philip Kosinski, Josh Tiefert, and that's not Harry Riley. That's Harry Riley. Yeah. All right, and their challengers, Team the Latchkey Kids. For every kid out there with parents that had one more kid than they had fucks to give, there is the Latchkey Kids. Sustained by microwave dinners, comforted by television, and taught by YouTube tutorials. Despite all odds, they are here today as men, ready to show you they, what they have learned on their own. Please give it up for Ryan McComb, Brian Hood, and Michael Gladsmeyer, the Latchkey Kids. Their topic tonight is which is worse, which is the deal breaker, the ultimate one, which is the uh, end all, impotency or illiteracy. <laughs> I feel like this goes hand in hand with the Florida thing. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> it really does. Half of Florida is impotent and the other half is illiterate. How are they still around? Uh, you, no it, it's, it's just symmetry on the flag at this point. So, all right, so the latchkey kids think impotency is way worse. Please give it up for Ryan McComb representing the latchkey kids. He'll be going second. And for yeah. dad bods, give it up for Harry Riley, everyone. Yeah. Illiteracy is worse than impotency. 86.1% of this planet is literate. So you know how dumb you got to be to be on the other side of that coin? <laughs> Have you ever been in a class with that one kid who could barely read 
and everybody in the room is just feeling awkward at that moment while he, while he stutters over two goddamn sentences. He's making an entire room of people feel bad. If you, if you got impotency, you're only making one lady awkward. Why you try to shove your old nasty flaccid penis in her vagina? <laughs> Empathy, all it is is just a guy who can't get a dingling up. You know, that's not a threat to anybody. <laughs> Illiterate people end up believing there's a child sex dungeon in the basement of, of a pizza parlor. <laughs> now, we're not going to go worldwide with this. Let's think about it in terms of America. If you are illiterate in America, you got to try to be illiterate in America. <laughs> There's books everywhere. We got buildings with wall-to-wall -wall books. And you was like, nah. Or find out a way to get this dick up. <laughs> if you are illiterate in America, your fault, all right? <laughs> if you are impotent, there's many reasons to be impotent, all right? You could have uh, diabetes, that's a way for your penis to not get up. Uh, you could have a hormone issue or a barracuda accident. There's many ways. Did you piss in the Amazon River and one of those little fishes climbed up your penis? Bad bards. You guys, impotency is way worse. Illiteracy, not that big of a deal, you guys. Who's reading these days? What the hell, man? We got emojis now. We got books on tape. We got, we don't have to do anything for ourselves. We don't have to write anything or type anything. We got Alexa and Siri and the rest of the little girls in my basement that do my laundry. Come on. <laughs> They're there. It's outdated. Reading's outdated, you guys. No one's reading anymore. It's a stupid conversation. Uh, what's worse, being able to eat and swallow your food and survive a bear attack? Uh, or be able to keep good count of your slaves. Come on. All right. One of those is outdated. Was that a joke? All right, cool. We'll move on. That's good. Impotency sounds terrible, you guys. If you can't get it up, how are you going to check to make sure beehives are empty? Thank you. How are you going to stop creepy dudes from sitting next to you on the bus? Where are you going to store those last three to five bags of groceries to make sure you get up the stairs in one trip? Cheerios, checks, all right there. Boom. Going up the stairs in one trip. Sorry for bringing up slaves. I'm Ramble Cone. Bye. If you could read, you would know not to stick your dick into a beehive. 
being literate is the best thing that ever happened to my life. Having to work at dingling, not even in the top 20. All it does is bother me throughout my day. Hey, what you doing? Let me pee. Let me do this. Let me do that. What's over there? Shut your ass up. I could be literate for a lifetime. All right? That helps me out in everything. Being impotent, what, what, what's that? Three to four minutes of pleasure? I've never sat down for an evening going, man, I'm glad this penis is up. I can bang out all day long. My back's going to give out before then. And we got hardwood floors. My knees are going to get all messed up and ashy. Then I got to put lotion on those fuckers. And with my bad back, how I'm going to bend over to lotion the knees. You see all these problems impotence it bring? If you be illiterate, you, you just, man, look, man, you're just a dumb motherfucker, all right? Stop being a dumb motherfucker, learn to read, dad bods. Harry was talking about, you know, the kid in class that couldn't read very good and had to speak out loud and read during class. That's fine. He had all sorts of great things going on in his life. He's probably on the football team, knowing the football players I know. <laughs> Not very good readers, a bunch of them, but whatever, it's okay. And they can't read, so they can't read the studies on CTE, so that's why... They had all those glory years of football because they didn't know any better, you guys. What about the kid in class with impotency? What about him? Trick question, you guys. He wasn't there. He killed himself the year before eighth grade. So you tell me what's worse. Keep it going for them, guys. Really makes you think about a lot of things. Ryan McComb has the greatest quotes ever. <laughs> like he's the only person I know who can make like a middle school suicide joke, and everybody's like, yeah! <laughs> Also, sorry I brought up slavery <laughs> by Ryan McComb is going to be on my tombstone. <laughs> Guys, give it up. You think Ryan McComb took this one? <laughs> that was All solid. Right. You guys think Harry Riley took this round? I think that was just this table. <laughs> All that applause is just that one table. You guys are really into dad bods or black dudes? I can't decide. Either way, snow bunnies. All right, what do we got over there? Some uh, dude just cheered for snow bunnies. I like you. Snow bunny part two over there. Uh, first of all, I think that was a hell of a round, and I think both guys deserve another round of applause. That was incredible. That was fantastic. That's why the debates exist and stuff like this. Can you imagine being in a bar and listening to this shit happen? The two drunk dudes are like, impotency, you piece of shit. <laughs> I feel like that's going to happen after the show. <laughs> or the next door game, we're just yelling at each other about the dumbest shit. Uh, we did come to a unanimous decision, and we did unanimously choose Mr. Harry Riley. All right. 
That about so, the point. So our panel is also into black dudes. I like this. Oh, you We're a really it. diverse show, guys. Please give it up for our next matchup. Who do we got coming up? Give it up for Brian Hood for the Latchkey Kids. And for Dadbots, give it up for Josh Tiford, everyone. Oh, boy. So, look, illiteracy is clearly worse than being impotent. I'm holding the book with words in it right now. Right? So that's just, we'll just start there. I, look, we're, I wrote them. I can read them. They're not just scribbles. You don't know that, but they're words, promise. Uh, I think the clear, obvious reason, right, that uh, impotency is not as big of a deal as illiteracy is that there's a fucking pill for it. Okay, if you can't get a boner, you just take a pill that they're trying to sell you during a football game, and then you get a boner. But if you can't read, there's no pill for that. You're just a Moran. Uh, also, I know the argument, like, there's a... There, some of you are thinking, well, what about, your, what about your partner, you know? Like, what about them and the intimate times that you spend... And I'm just, thinking, I'm just saying this. Your wife or husband or whatever, whoever the fuck you spend your time trying to bang is going to be way more bummed that you can't advance past assistant manager at Arby's because you're an illiterate dickbag. Right? They're not going to be mad when you're like, hey, what's up? This is Harry. He's going to bang you while I watch. Because that's an easy workaround right there, or strap-ons, or just like sitting on your face. There's a lot of things you can do to a pussy. Um. Also, if you're illiterate, uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. If you're impotent, you can still jack it, right? Like you can still take care of yourself. It doesn't affect that. But if you're illiterate, you're not even going to know how to use, like, to type in the words for the kind of porn you're looking for, and you're not going to have Alexa because you don't make enough money for that. <laughs> Dad bots. <laughs> All right. I think it's fairly obvious that it would be way worse to be impotent. I don't know if you guys know this, but pretty much the majority of men in the world are just on a constant quest to find someone that can put up with them and stand them well enough to allow them to have sex with them. That is, the, that is what we all are like on a quest for. And if you, if you can't get it up, then what is your quest? You're just wandering around with no purpose in life. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard popular music before, but the majority of the songs are about getting laid. Do you have any idea why? Because that's important. It's what everybody wants. We, we wouldn't have the music that we have if people weren't out there, you know, with working penises, all right? But beyond that, uh, there's a funny statistic, you guys. Did you know that 72% of known serial killers had issues with their penises? It's because when you don't have that as like a release, then you crave the release of murdering other people. 
<laughs> that's that's where you where you get that release from because you're so frustrated and pent up. So I mean, it seems fairly straightforward there. <laughs> <laughs> and and ultimately like think about it like if you can't read you're you're i mean it's not gonna get in your way of getting laid i mean that might even get you laid they'll feel bad for you and they'll be like sure i'll sleep with you you can't read even children's books <laughs> and you know what you can get somebody else to write your tinder profile for you it's pretty easy and then after that, it's just pictures. You know? You're just like, yes, no, whatever. I don't know which way you're supposed to do it. All right, Latchkey Kids. Don't listen to that macho horse shit. Real men are out there looking for an emotional connection. It's true. I just want to cuddle because I might be impotent. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I can read. Uh, my opponent brought up the fact that approximately 72% of serial killers are, are impotent, which I guess is a bummer, but like around 70% of them are geniuses, so there's a trade-off. And I look, I wish that life was so simple it was just about getting laid, because that would really smooth shit out for me. But instead, there's like showing up to your parents' house not drunk, there's work, there's, you know, forming relationships with people. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't involve my penis. And believe you me, if it worked and it were just that simple, I'd probably be happier. But today was my mom's birthday, and I was able to write her a heartfelt message. And I'll tell you what, she's probably a lot more stoked about that than me getting an erection. <laughs> Bad bods. All right, listen, let me clarify. <laughs> I'm not some crazy horned sex fiend, all right? I just know how the world works, okay? I'm actually married, and if, if I didn't have the motivation of pot maybe potentially occasionally having sex, I would be the most disgusting thing walking on the face of this earth. I can promise you that. The house would be dirty, I would be dirty, there'd be bags under my eyes, I'd never stop playing video games. But the only reason why I'm a functioning member of society is because, you know, there's a cycle in life, you know? You please her, and then she will sometimes allow you to maybe please her in the end, you know? And it's, it's, you know, you try your best, it's fine, and if you didn't have that flow in life, like, guys wouldn't drive fast cars, they wouldn't have nice things, there'd be a lot more homeless people wandering around and murdering people, all right? That's what would happen. All right, Slatchkey Kids. Keep it going for them, guys. Solid round. Jo Josh said his parents don't let him come over sober. Like, Nick and I's parents haven't, don't, they don't let us come over if we're not yeah, high or drunk. Yeah, our parents do not like, let like, us come, don't over come over to their over. house sober. They're Bless like, you're you. mean and political when you're sober. 
It's like, I'm, I'm nice and political when I'm drunk. <laughs> Guys, we need your help. Please give it up if you think Brian Hood took that round. <laughs> Solid. Right. If you think Josh Tiefer took that round. You know, Josh wasn't wrong, guys. Women are looking for, like, emotions. My wife fed me a bunch of ecstasy and uh, estrogen pills the other day. And I just cried for an hour while she laughed. I think she masturbated after, yeah. That was the greatest Facebook Live video ever. <laughs> yeah. You can see it all we'll on the screen We'll watch every minute of it. Well, it was, like, likes, hearts. It was fantastic. <laughs> guys, what do you have over there? Uh, we reached a unanimous decision. Oh. And uh, pretty much any guy who will write a heartfelt message to his mother rather than getting laid probably deserves to win. No, God so God. we went with Josh Tiefert. All right. All right, guys. Dad bods. Coming up last, they're going to be deciding who moves on. Well, honestly, it's you guys who's deciding who moves on. Please give a round of applause for Michael Glatzmeyer. And Philip Kopsinski, everyone. I go first. I go first. My name is Philip Kopsinski, but fuck, I guess it's already started. STDs are sad. STDs are sad. Now imagine one of these illiterate dipshits trying to sound out chlamydia. I wish I was impotent. God, I wish, you know how much time I would have on my hands? Finally learn how to play the tuba, you know? I've never, literacy's never gotten me in trouble. I've never been like lurking around a library for a rogue hand job. I will plan my entire day to figure out when my wife's taking a shower just to get a pity blowjob. I mean, that, this, so, and you know how I do it? I write an interesting story on my dick, all right? Illiteracy. <laughs> Illiteracy gets you laid, man. And you can still suck a gummy worm to death, you know? <laughs> you don't have to chew them. So, uh, what I'm saying, in conclusion, <laughs> STDs are sad, especially when they're gonna be all be renamed with just more letters, like STD, AID, HIV, because these dipshits can't fucking read. That's it, thank you, dad bods. I don't really know electricity, um, and I, I turned out just fine. I, uh, I, I'll be honest with all of you. They, my uh, castmates over here spent the last uh, few minutes trying to explain to me what those two words meant. <laughs> Before this, I didn't even know what those meant, and now that I know what they meant, I, I, I like to fuck. That's what I'm saying. Is I that no no I they spent and they spent those two whole time explaining and I'm like wait just limp all the time no thank you for that I fuck good <laughs> I do it so good so good. it's not my fault that he's married and sad and been married since he was 19 
that's not my fault. I don't care. My girlfriend doesn't want me to fucking read holes before I have sex with her. No, she, half the time, she just wants me to shut up and put it in her. Last thing a woman wants to hear is a man speak good. You speaking bad men, let the women know they're always right. Fucking literate. Josh Cheeford is wearing goddamn sandals. I don't think their team is a little. Uh, I fought good. I don't know. Where, I'm wearing a goddamn cat T-shirt for God's sakes. I read Dr. Seuss, and that's all I need to know. Thank you. I'm one of these guys. I think women just don't want to hear you talk, man. That was pretty bad, dude. I almost chewed my own tongue off back there. Uh, trying to commit suicide. Of course he's worried about lo getting his, losing the ability of his dick. Did you guys hear him talk? He can't read now. They lose everything he has. You don't get to make fun of T-Ford when you showed up in... <laughs> A cat Zorro, a gay cat Zorro shirt. Yeah, sure, sure, look at him, he's pretty now. He's very pretty. Look at his eyes. That fuckable mouth, you know? He's got a lot going for him. He's not impotent, great. He can't read for shit. Illiteracy doesn't age well, okay? She gonna, is she going to be asking him to shut up and fuck him when he's 60 years old with a liver-spotted ball sack? It's like, it's still hard, baby! <laughs> they might have a liver spots now. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, he fucks good. <laughs> he, f he fucks good now. He fucks re real good now. But could you imagine having to listen to him tell you uh, uh, about the stories in his day? All he has is his memories. He's definitely not jotting that shit down. Okay, illiteracy is important, left to right. This guy can barely tie his fucking shoes, all right? But have fun getting your pussy fucked by him. Team Dabob. One thing Phil doesn't know is I just don't fucking talk in my household. So she barely knows how I speak. Tonight is the first time she's ever heard me speak. And Phil's right. I don't fucking dress well. I don't give a shit. Okay? I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. Are those swim shorts? Shut the fuck up. It's not your turn, Phil. It's not your turn. Why you accidentally wore swim shorts? I went swimming. I went swimming before this. I had jeans. I had jeans. You know why I wear these? You know why I wear these? Take them off. Take them off. Take them off. When you, are, when you can read the sizing, this is what it looks like when underwear fits properly. See? This is, I can read the size. You can read it. <laughs> 
you, you, these, are, these are way too big. Well, you know what? Maybe the problem is not that I can't read. Maybe the problem is I didn't have a good father to teach me, Phil. Maybe I didn't have a good father to teach me. But you know what? This dick getting hard is all I have in my life. Me fucking good is all I have. And I have a beautiful girlfriend. Girlfriend, stand up, please, so people know you're actually here. She has long, curly hair. He has three kids, two kids. I don't give a fuck about his kids. All I know is you can be illiterate, but most people who know words good are also assholes. Latchy kid. Guys, those are that's Michael's actual underwear. <laughs> the, the, the weird thing is, I I I'm gonna go home and throw these away because I have those same socks Michael's wearing right now. <laughs> I like that Michael heard the topic was like illiteracy versus impotence. He goes, my dick works. <laughs> And that's how they decided the side of the topic they were on. Also, Michael gave me the second quote for my tombstone. No woman wants to hear a man say words. <laughs> Michael, Michael's got cats on his shirt and on his shorts. Those are, cat, that's those are not Michael's swim trunks. These are Michael's actual underwear. His that's mom does not let him leave the house without <laughs> these. My girlfriend bought me these to make sure no other women hit on me. Your mother. <laughs> You didn't need those to be sure that would happen. Michael keeps um, saying girlfriend with confidence. It's his mother? I don't know why they... That's the why? closest his dick's ever gotten Guys, to pussy. please give it up. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Please give it up if you think the latchkey kid should move on to the finals. Damn. Dad bots? Dad bots? I'm not going to lie, as soon as I saw that dad bulge, I was on the same boat. I was. <laughs> Phil wears some really good underwear. Where do you get those? Th this is... <laughs> this is tough to judge, because as much as I like seeing Michael take his pants off, he told me he was going to do it before the show. Yeah. So I had no surprise going into it. Uh, I know... Uh, despite that, um, for the round, we have selected Michael to win. Nice. Uh, for that ties it. Yeah, so ties it up. So going to the final round is head judge. I am sending the dad bods. Dad bods! Dad bods moving on to face the champion in the final there round, guys. There we go. Very nice. Teams clear off, shake hands, rub on each other. Not, not on stage, off stage. Okay, uh, guys, Nick's going to uh, get the other team set up. I'm going to introduce, we got a feature comic for the evening until the third round starts. Uh, this man runs the Buzz Comedy Showcase the third Monday of every month at the Buzz. Uh, he's got comedy going all over around the Northwest. Please give it up for Mark Morris, everyone. Keep it going. Are we having fun yet? I would like to reassure all of you right now, none of this is coming off. Are you kidding? I've got Mad Bod. We just saw Dad Bod. Mad Bod is when you squish Mom and Dad Bod together. It looks kind of like this. <laughs> Frankly, I'm a white t-shirt with black sleeves away from being a panda. 
And I'm not even talking about the cool Jack Black animated savior of China kind of panda. I'm talking Ling Ling won't touch him at the zoo kind of panda. <laughs> Don't let the physique fool you though, ladies. You ever slept on a pillow top? Nobody goes to the mattress store and says, I'll take that skinny, messed up, uncomfortable one, do they? Uh, got two beautiful little girls at home. Because why would you kidnap ugly ones, right? <laughs> that is a joke. They're, you're a little too excited about that. That's, that table's a little scary and kind of erotically attractive. I don't, I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, no, that is a joke. They're mine. I've... I made them. I've got a workshop at home and everything. It's cool. I uh, took my girls to Disneyland for vacation last time again. Found out taking your kids back to Disneyland a little bit like giving birth to your second child. You forget how painful and disgusting it is till it's too late to do anything about it. Yeah. We flew down, which was an adventure by itself. I don't know if you take a lot of commercial flights. Usually somewhere near the end you hear something like, we know you could travel with anyone. We'd like to thank you for traveling United. You don't hear that on Spirit. And they're like, we know you Google cheap as possible airfare. You lucky you got seatbelts. Get off the plane. <laughs> we made it first night there. My 10-year-old and I hung out at the resort pool at the, the, the Disneyland Resort. And she thinks she's funnier than I am. So she challenged me to a joke contest. And I crushed her because I don't believe in coddling my children. But uh, she got this 21-year-old lifeguard to officiate. And after we're done, she leans over and she goes, Hey, Dad, now you should get her phone number. Yeah. And I realized I had a 10-year-old wingman. And she was killing it. I uh, leaned back over. I said, All right, sweetie, just don't tell Mom when we get home. Yeah. Next day, we went out in the amusement park. I don't know if you've been to a lot of those big parks, but like every line, every ride, there's like 72 laps to get through the line. You keep passing the same people over and over. It's LA, I'm passing that choloed out dude with the Raider hat down low and the neck tat, giving everybody the hard stare. In line for the Peter Pan ride. <laughs> like really dude, if you're gonna mad dog me like that, shouldn't you be in line for a cool ride like Dumbo or the teacups? Or have a kid? I. <laughs> Yeah, I love my kids with all my heart. I mean, desperately. I would die for my kids, which is good because they are killing me. <laughs> and I don't mean like, oh, my God, my kids are killing me. I mean, they're trying to murder me like they know there's an insurance policy. They've got a plan. Started out, my oldest daughter, we were shopping. Halfway through, she, this is my 17-year-old. She says, by the way, Dad, I need a new swimsuit. Yeah. Like, all right, we got this. Nothing too revealing. Something respectful. Swim burka. She comes out with this tiny little bikini. Three teenage boys walking by go like this. This vein starts to go. She goes, what does this look like, Dad? Said it looks like three felonies, sweetheart. Put that thing away. Second attempt was my youngest daughter, my 10-year-old we were shopping for the father-daughter dance. Picked out a cute little dress, get ready to go pay. She goes, wait, Dad, I need training bras. <laughs> I'm not ready for that yet. Somebody told me I'm exaggerating, I'm overreacting, they're not trying to murder me. They're becoming young ladies. I call bullshit. 
I woke up the other night, both of them standing over my bed with an evil gleam in their eye and pillows in their hands, saying, my name is Mark Morrison. If I die in my sleep, I want it investigated, okay? <laughs> yeah, like I said, I do love my kids with all my heart, desperately. My oldest daughter is mad at me right now, though. Father's Day, I didn't get a phone call, and my heart was broken, I'm not going to lie. But another part of me was thinking, you know, maybe until she's done being a 17-year-old little bitch, I'm all right with that. <laughs> I, when she's 21, come out to the clubs, drink with me. Those jokes I tell about her mom are a little funnier. It'll be a lot better. <laughs> I, uh, it occurs to me that having kids is kind of like getting herpes. Stick with me on this. All right? Probably weren't planning on having them. Both of them happened because nobody had a condom. And they are both lifetime commitments. I know some of you might be thinking, you can always take Valtrex for herpes. Well, that's kind of like sending your kids to daycare. They're gone now, but they're coming back. And probably when it's least opportune, I'm just saying. I, uh, I told that joke one time and a lady goes, oh my God, did he just relate Valtrex to daycare? You should hear my beliefs on prostitution and Xanax. Just saying, you know. So are you guys having a good time? You guys ready for your final round? You know what? I've been Mark Morris and you guys have been fantastic. Thank you very much. Keep going for Mark Morris, everyone. Whoop, whoop. Third Monday of every month at the Buzz Comedy Showcase. Go check that out. All right, guys, you ready for your final round, the showdown? Come on, you guys ready to see who wins it all? I think they did last call, and I hope every one of you has booze, because this is like my ninth one of these copper things. I feel like Harry Potter when I drink out of this. I don't know why. <laughs> Guys, let's introduce our final two teams. Deese, introduce the challengers. Challengers, Dad Boz, you just saw him win the last round. Give it up for Philip Kopzinski, Harry Riley, and Josh Tiford, everyone. And the defending champions, hopefully taking home their crown and the cash prize. Please give it up for Steve Johnson, Jessica Watson, and Adam Lee, Team Planned Parenthood, the musical. Their topic is a very topical one. It, uh, it wasn't on our poll, but we got it as a surprise submission. Guys, it is, should we have a space force? <laughs> should we have a space army? Should, we, yeah. should Buzz Lightyear lead us space into the future? Is space Americas. All right. No surprise, Planned Parenthood is absolutely against having a space force. All right. When all the money is going to abortions, you do not have money to go to space, all right? Guys. We can't keep the brown people out and space, okay? We got to one or the You can other. do both. You send the brown people to space. That's how that works. <laughs> this guy knows. Yeah, we, he's on board with we me. We send him to Iraq. I mean, right? shit. I'll go to space, man. Send me the moon. I'm ready to die. Guys, please give it up. <laughs> I know. That's depressing. I just got to immediately transition into an introduction off of that one. Guys, please give it up. Coming up first for Planned Parenthood, Jessica Watson. Give her a round of applause. And for Dad Bob, give it up for Harry Riley, everyone. We need a space force. Do you know 
how many things that we have in orbit around this planet that we need for everyday life, and we need to protect that. Russia and China both have technologies that would cripple our armies right this second if they could get hold of one of our satellites. China has a satellite that can go up in the orbit, grab one of our satellites, and just toss it out of orbit. Some weird-ass Wile Coyote shit. <laughs> could you imagine what would happen if they got a hold of like a GPS satellite? And now a whole bunch of old people in RVs trying to get to the Grand Canyon can't figure out how to get there. Now they're stuck in a goddamn cul-de-sac. You can't, back up. you can't back up one of those big-ass RVs in one of those tight-ass spaces. What happens if they get a hold of an internet satellite? Now you can't jerk off while you're having a smoke break. Look. And the satellite issue isn't even the worst issue. There is a planet out there made completely out of diamonds. You know there's a, some son of a bitch sitting there right now twirling his fucking mustache saying, I want to get a hold of that bad boy. <laughs> there is just a big ass thing in space just filled with alcohol. You know Russia wants that shit. <laughs> and we can't let them have it. So we need a space force. If for any other reason, so my fat ass can go to outer space. <laughs> they wouldn't let my fat ass get in a spaceship and go to Centaur 365-4. But if they're looking for anybody and everybody willing to go kick a green person with a fucked up nose in the face, I'll do it. <laughs> Dad bots. My opponent makes some good points. But he made all of that up. And do you know how I know he made all of that up? Because if we have drones and we have Jack Daniels, and if I tell Amazon that I want Jack Daniels right now, Amazon should send a drone to my house with a bottle of Jack Daniels. And if Amazon doesn't do that, then that technology doesn't exist. Because I would pay $35 for a bottle of Jack Daniels that I wanted in two minutes. And if there's a planet full of alcohol, we can make alcohol. I have a bathtub full of gin right now at my house. My friends complain that it tastes like my butt cheeks. But it exists. Why do we, okay, we don't need to, we don't need to go aggressive into space. Because what if there's a planet full of, like, Ryan Reynolds-looking dudes? You want to just blow that up? Does the federal government buy you ice cream on Fridays? Have you ever asked that question? Why don't they? Because they're spending money on fucking shit like this. Space Force. Free ice cream Fridays. Why? Because we're spending money on the military, Space Force, satellites. We all lived before that shit existed. It was 50 years ago.
Well, maybe you guys didn't. I use eye cream, so I'm older <laughs> than I look. <laughs> Nobody has to shout out, like, no, you don't look that old, like, all at once. <laughs> That's cool. We don't need that shit. Planned Parenthood the musical. I told you, Jessica, butt cheek gin will come into style eventually. <laughs> you just got to give it time. <laughs> uh, we wouldn't have to spend, we wouldn't have to spend extra money on the Space Force because if you don't know, the Air Force has been getting money to expand into space. The Air Force is supposed to be our Space Force, but just like every other government entity, they go, man, ain't shit up there. We found out the moon wasn't made out of cheese. We don't need to go back there. <laughs> so they've been spending the money on other stuff. If we make them spend that money to expand to outer space, bam, Space Force. And because I am a veteran of the Air Force, I think this should make me one of the first people to go to outer space um, because I'm tired of paying for my own dental cleanings. <laughs> now, Jessica, you want to get your $35, bo $35 bottle of Jack Daniels and you want it delivered by drone. Drones operate based on GPS. So if China is fucking bear hugging one of our satellites, your neighbor two blocks over is going to get a free bottle of gin. <laughs> They're going to be like, the angels have blessed me with Jack Daniels. <laughs> Dad bods. I ordered Jack Daniels. I offer the butt cheek gin to my guests. <laughs> Dental cleanings are $30. It doesn't warn us making a space force so that Harry can go into space and not have to pay for his dental cleanings. <laughs> He's still going to have teeth in space. We need a space dentist. The people who think aliens are going to attack us are like your crazy uncle that you have to deal with at Thanksgiving where you're like, oh, fuck. He's by the olives. I got to go over there. I wanted to do the fingers. Everybody does the olive fingers. You don't cater to crazy people. We just go, yeah, no, you're right. That's totally the lizard people. Yeah, you've told me about them. No, I know, I know. I saw the chemtrails. I saw. I told you about that. I saw. I texted you about the kid. Did you not get it? That's weird. <laughs> There's two aisles in Walmart that cater to the people who think aliens are going to attack us. And there's dehydrated eggs. Just so you can buy it with food stamps. Let them be. It's fine. If we have a space force, we're just catering to crazy people. So then what the hell else are we going to start catering to? I ask you all, I'm out of time. Free Ice Cream Fridays, Planned Parent of the Musical.
solid matchup, guys. But before we ask you to vote, we actually have a little announcement. Special we have like a Make-A-Wish kid real quick. Come tell everybody what happened to you. Uh, when I took off my pants and threw them out to the crowd, my keys were in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Those keys are to my liquor cabinet. Please and hide them from him. It'll be great. My, please, they, they might be around your chair. Somebody, and that's all I want. Fee, I wish that was a joke. Uh, please, if you find a pair of keys. Oh, yeah! Michael gets to fuck you now. That's how that works. <laughs> oh, my God. I like how everybody thought it was a bit at first. It wasn't. <laughs> a white guy takes his pants off and throws them at the audience, and then bad things happen to him. What? <laughs> All right, guys, now back to the voting. Please give it up if you think Jessica Watson took that round. Do you think Harry Riley took that round? <laughs> I just want to tell everybody it took me it took less than like free ice cream Fridays to get me to join the army for 8 years. You all are out of your goddamn minds, all right? Let's see if our judges agree with you psychopaths. Uh, as much as we all love the idea of Jessica's bathtub butt cheek gin. Uh, we have unanimously voted for Harry J. Riley. What? Dad bots. All right. I am surprised that that panel voted against free ice cream. Hey. <laughs> Don't make me come up there and lose my keys. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, guys. Give it up for our next contestants. Please give it up for Adam Lee representing Planned Parenthood. And for Dad Boss, Josh Tiefert, everyone. No, you go ahead. Okay. All right. Uh, so we're for Space Force, guys, because think about it. When you were a little kid, what was one of your main dreams? You were like, oh, shit, I want to be an astronaut. I'd love to go into space. It would be so amazing. But then you did shitty on the SATs and your vision went bad, right? You blew a knee out skiing. And guess where you're not? In space. Instead, you're in a comedy club on a Sunday at a free show. And I'm happy you're here. But the beauty of a space force is it's going to really, 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 really lower the bar for who gets to be an astronaut. Everyone in here probably qualifies. It'll be like, hey, you got a pulse? Um, you looking for $50,000 for college? Fly up in this pressurized tin can and get shot at by the Russians. I'm in. I don't got anything else going on. Also, this is, this is our chance to meet the aliens. Because right now, they're probably out there looking at us going, these guys aren't doing shit. They're just hanging out on the surface. But as soon as we form like a, like a controlled military threat and start firing lasers off all willy-nilly out in outer space, they're going to have to come here, and they're going to have to beat the shit out of us so that we know they're real. Um, 
It's true. It'll be like it'll be like that. To, like we were playing baseball as a kid, and they're like, "Don't hit the ball into Mr. O'Leary's yard." And you're like, "Fuck that guy. He's not gonna do shit." And then you break his window, and he just whips your ass. <laughs> it'll be like that. Except they won't use belts. They'll use things that start with photon. <laughs> we don't have that technology yet. Um, then, like, also, once that happens, think about the unity. This is our last chance to come together as a people fighting aliens. It's true. The same people that plan 9-11 think that's true. <laughs> a lot of non-truthers here. That's fine. Also, the last thing I want to say is that we need a space force because for every Mork of Mork and Mindy that comes to our planet, there's also a predator. <laughs> we need some kind of space immigration. <laughs> right? And space force will be that. Dad bots. I'd love to... Uh Pick apart everything that Josh said there, but uh, like most of you, I'm too high to even understand what the fuck he just said. <laughs> There's a lot of science involved there, like dad bods. I uh, said a lot of things about space forces. But let's be realistic right now. If we had a space force in this country, then an 18-year-old Josh would have actually signed up for that shit. And this is the kind of person you would see in Space Force. <laughs> Ambiguously Jewish, self-hating individuals like Josh right here. <laughs> I guess I'm just of the frame of mind that uh, maybe we shouldn't let Donald Trump invent, like, invent a whole agency here. Space Force. Sounds great. It sounds fantastic. Space Force sounds like the kind of thing you would think up like after you thought about like Sea Force and Rainbow Force <laughs> and anything else the voices in your head told you to invent before you fucking did it. That's what Space Force is right there. It's just the delusions of a schizophrenic man <laughs> wishes that he had a gun and a bunch of bugs to fight. And so I say, like, let's not entertain Josh. People like Josh who are orange and president. We just <laughs> draw the line somewhere. Planned Parenthood, the musical. I don't know if you guys heard all that projecting by Adam. Some talk about self-hating Jews and people like Trump, and I look over there and just see a bald, angry man. <laughs> look, this, you guys got to know that this isn't a Trump thing, this Space Force. That guy's not smart enough to come up with an idea. He just saw a play in the book and was like, that sounds fun, let's try it. Okay, people that can think thought this up, and they were like, when we went to the moon, they thought, fuck, we, we should put guns up here. That'll be sweet. <laughs> and I agree. And I agree. And you know why, guys? Because when the bugs hurtle a fucking meteor at us from planet Clendathu... <laughs> yeah, one person's... Yeah, you know Starship Troopers. 
When that meteor hurtles towards Buenos Aires and Johnny Rico's parents die, the blood's on your fucking hands. All you people that said, no, we didn't need guns in space, the blood's on your goddamn hands. And I might be a weirdly effeminate, semi-Jewish-looking dude, but guess what? You put me in a spaceship and let me shoot at bugs, and I will do that. I will not just be down here too high, because I'll be in space too high. <laughs> and, I mean, really, just think about Star Trek, it's a trek into space. And you could be there fucking alien chicks like Kirk. Right, but not if there's no space for us. Dad bots. Josh is absolutely correct. The only reason he wants a space, a space force is so he can fuck alien chicks like Kirk. We, we all knew that was true. Josh has gone through these periods, these phases, so his parents called him. His entire life, he wanted a sister force at one period of time. <laughs> then it was a third cousin force. <laughs> then it was a second grade, grade teacher, what was it? Second grade teacher, not consensual force. Rangers is what he called himself. Look, I'm going to be honest. We all want to fuck a lot of different weird shit. <laughs> I mean, we do. I've thought about fucking a lot of weird things that don't, that they're not able to talk back. Basically is what I'm saying. Just whether it be piles of snow or jellyfish, We all want to fuck and or pee on many things. That doesn't mean that that should be the deciding factor of the decisions we make right now. Josh will have you think that uh, maybe just wanting to fuck stuff is a good reason to believe in that. I say, you want to fuck stuff, but stop before you do sometimes. To stop there, Planned Parenthood, uh, the musical. Another solid matchup, guys. We need your help again. Please give it up if you think Adam Lee took that round. And if you think Josh Tiefer took that round. I just like that the guy who brought up space immigration was also the guy who was like, defend Buenos Aires. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just wish Adam would have given me that impassioned speech about fucking, fucking things before I bought my Roomba. <laughs> it's a messy day. All right, judges, what do you have for us? I'm going with Josh. Josh, for, all right, very nice. Um, as convincing as Josh was, I can't abide by anybody who uses starship troopers in an argument. Oh, come on. What? So what? I'm going for Adam Lee. 
I'm going to admit something to all of you because I'm moderately drunk. I actually thought Starship Troopers was like a documentary for like 10 years of my life. Just going to put that out there to the room. Grant? I have to go with Josh. Josh! Josh. All right! Dadbots. Dadbots takes it. All right, guys. Are you ready for the final round? Let's do this! Let's do this! The winners are going to go on to be the master debaters and win the cash prize. Please give it up for Steve Johnson representing Planned Parenthood. And for Dad Buzz, give it up for Philip Kaczynski. I have a couple ways I want to approach this topic. Um, number one, uh, fuck space. Yeah, we should go to war with it. It can't make up its mind. Pluto, planet, not palant. Won't matter when it's blown up by fucking Death Star thing that we make up. Also, fuck Mars, man. I hate Mars. It ruined all my favorite rovers. Blow that shit up, too, while we're at it. Now, why do we want a space force? I'll give you a great reason. Excellent premise for E.T. 2, which we've all been waiting for. Here's the premise. Elliot was a goddamn filthy traitor <laughs> trying to help them escape. That, that would be everybody would be rooting against E.T. And when Navy Space SEAL Team 6 jumps in from the sky, shoots down their bikes, flattens those flying space tires, <laughs> and they just slit E.T.'s throat, and E.T. goes away crying, Hey! Fuck space, all right? That's the premise. Fuck space. You guys were on board earlier. This is what happens. Okay? We get good things through war. You know? Lasers, drones, Toyota Land Cruisers. <laughs> Dennis Miller meeting with that Korean guy. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> Imagine the cool shit we'd get if we went to space war, man. Be like, war would be a fireworks show in the sky. We'd get to see every night. You guys are on board until you realize E.T.'s going to get killed. As far as I'm concerned, I'd rather have Donald Trump grabbing human pussy than E.T. That's it. Thanks. Sure, let's take the advice of the guy that can't figure out a mic stand. <laughs> let's talk about something real for a second. Space Force. How about we start with space consent? All right. <laughs> You're going to let the guy with the mustache point out that? <laughs> if anybody's pro-space for us, it's this guy. 
But that shit doesn't work, trust me. You'll get space maced. Real quick. If you go with space force. When we wanted to go westward, we didn't send an army. We sent two slack-jawed yokels. And an Indian broad. Why the fuck are we going to change tradition? We got a slack-jawed yokel sitting right over here who's effeminate enough to fuck women or men. Aliens. Send him and one other drunk, Ken McComb. And I'll be the Indian broad. Space consent. We're just going to have to agree to disagree here. Because I say fuck space, all right, by any means necessary. Prison rape Jupiter, I don't give a shit. Okay, rip that Saturn, ring off Saturn. I don't care what it says after prom night. Fuck space. Listen, if we could get everybody on board with rape in space, then maybe we can get rid of all the human rapists. <laughs> oh, oh so, no, so his premise is, why do we want to get rid of the human rapists? That's what, that's what his premise is. His premise is, why do we want to get rid of the human rapists? I'm saying, send them out into space, have them rape space. Because, and I, this is, I know this is a one-trick one pony, fuck space! Tired of it, looking in with its internal darkness. It's doing something up there. And you know what? Maybe I could work a work mic stand a little better if we had had a Space Force to give me some cool mic stand technology. <laughs> and I want to say one last thing. You know, everyone says he looks like Ron Swanson. But, but look how far his eyes are apart. He kind of looks like Admiral Akbar, you know, from. <laughs> Fake Tim Allen, everybody. He's pro-rape, he clearly loves cocaine. We do. Not the rape part, but plenty of cocaine. But think, well, hold on, bud, you need to shut the fuck up. Nobody in this room came to hear you. Josh brought up Star Trek, and then Phil talked about raping planets. I think they missed the boat on the theme of Star Trek. It was one group of explorers who were drunk, and they fucked some random people. That's fine. We need to send people with beer and not war. 
and not rape planets. Saturn's ring is her purity ring. And Phil just wants to take that from her? I say nay. Keep it going for that round, guys. Fantastic round. It's damn exciting stuff. But, uh, let's give our judges a little bit of time to confer over there, guys. What did you think of the debates? Give us a round of applause. Have you had a great time? Good time? Yeah. The good news is for you, we do this every single month. Yeah, second, it's the second Sunday of every month, so if you had fun, tell a friend, come back again. How's that sound? Yeah, do you guys, you do in that? fact, do you guys cool. want free tickets to the next debate? Deast, tell them how they can get free tickets. Guys, before you leave, we've got a sign-up sheet at the door on your way out. Just leave your email address, and before the next show, we'll email you. Tell us how many tickets you want, and we'll get you in. How's that sound? Yep. Get you in. Cool? Yeah. And Great. every month, how do we get like the topics? If anybody here has a topic they'd like to suggest, on our Facebook page on Spoke Comedy, that's where we get our topics. We let everybody submit. That's where we, well, actually, to be honest, how we got this last topic, I was watching Fox News two weeks ago. I was doing whippets and watching Fox News. <laughs> and usually I talk a lot of shit about Trump. I'm like, ah, he's garbage, he's filth. But then Trump said space wars. And then he said that he was getting rid of uh, child support all in the same sentence. <laughs> and now I just want to apologize for everything <laughs> I ever said about our great president, <laughs> Donald J. Trump, who's doing nothing but the greatest of things. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. <laughs> Did you hear that getting rid of child support thing? That's for both of us. <laughs> As the Migos would say, that is for the culture, my dog. <laughs> the fuck? Brock didn't do a goddamn thing for me. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know what's worse, Nick, that you want to get rid of child support or that you were doing whippets. <laughs> His child was there also. That was the weirdest thing. She had just left. That's hence yeah. the whippets. Celebration whippets. All right, guys. Let's uh, hear if you guys think Dad Bods took it all. What do you think, Dad Bods? <laughs> or if you think Planned Parenthood should maintain their title, give it up. Solid, solid. Judges. Judges, what do you have for us tonight? Uh, before we render our decision, everybody, thanks for coming out tonight. Give yourselves a round of applause, huh? What I'd like to do is the nice, fun hack bit. Let's get everybody to give us a drum roll on the table here. I'm going to do my best pliable. announcer impression here. I feel that in my feet. That's good. Ladies and gentlemen, your winners and new Drake Hits of Great Champions, the Tad Boss. Take it all, guys. Solid, solid. They just want a wave runner, a new car. $250,000. <laughs> A new fanny pack with faces on it. Okay, goddamn. Okay. 
Dad bods win it all, guys. Thank you again for coming out to spoke. There you have it, guys. Dad bods wins again. So check back next month for August's Drink and Debate live show. You get the whole uh, show again. We'll have that coming out for you in just a couple weeks. And, of course, this Sunday, uh, the 9th at the Spokane Comedy Club is September's live drink and debate show. So if you need tickets to that, hit us up. Go to Spoke Comedy. That's S-P-O, then Comedy with a K. Check out uh, all the live dates, lots of the shows coming up, and go to Social Hour, The Social Hour on Facebook. Follow me and all everything I'm doing, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next month. All right, no bitching on Facebook if... The people that you came to see didn't win because they weren't that funny, goddammit. This podcast is a Pants Pending Studios production. And part of the Pants Pending Studios podcast network. Find more of our great shows just by searching Pants Pending in your podcatcher. For more information or to contact us directly, visit us at pantspending.com. Please subscribe to this show, share it with your friends, like it on Facebook, and rate it on iTunes. And we thank you for making us a part of your listening day. Pants Pending. Pants Pending. Pants Pending. Pants Pending. Pants Pending. Pants Pending. pending. Studios! (laughs) 